Hi, and welcome to Unlimited, the podcast platform that gives voice to remarkable women and mothers from the Arab world and beyond to inspire, engage, and drive growth. For this new episode of our Unlimited Perspective series, we're pleased to introduce you to Emma Bardet, diversity champion and founder of WILD, an empowering and networking platform for women in design. With a solid background in the construction and interior sector, but after encountering significant challenges in the workplace while in UK, Emma moved to Dubai, where a large corporate firm asked her to set up a women's empowerment platform. This quickly became a staple, vibrant and integral network within the UAE. But a sudden and further triggering situation at work brought Emma to a breaking point. Broke and broken, she ventured on a journey of self-discovery, which led her to the striking realization that inspiring women was indeed a passion and that bringing women together, creating a community and making a difference was something she felt compelled to do. This was the beginning of WILD. And knowing that WILD stands for Women in Leadership Deliver, it's time to unleash the wild woman trapped inside us and welcome Emma on our platform. Hi, Emma, and welcome to Unlimited. How do you do? Hi, Daniela. Thank you so much for inviting me to share my uh, story and passion with you. I am doing really, really well. Thank you. Excellent. So let's jump straight into WILD. WILD, which is a very powerful word for a very meaningful platform, yet you chose a butterfly as an icon. So tell us about why WILD, when you created it, and what it represents. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share the journey with you. So WILD actually stands for Women in Leadership Deliver. And it is a platform for all women to come together to connect, collaborate and conquer. So primarily it's a women's empowerment platform. It is also a diversity platform. We know that gender balance and diversity is a huge topic. Um, Wild is homegrown from the Middle East. And as we know, living here, uh, we represent a mix of hundreds of different ethnicity, races, culture, and religion. And diversity is really about celebrating one another's uniqueness. And that's what Wild really tries to encapsulate. So I'd love to tell you the Wild journey because it wasn't always uh, this great. But um, a few years ago, I worked for a big corporate in Dubai who asked me to set up a women's empowerment platform. And this is kind of before diversity and gender balance were as topical as now or as prevalent as now. So it all started, Daniela, with four women and a sheet of paper. And I said, I have this opportunity to do a women's platform. What shall we do? This is like a free, free sort of range here to really, um, you know, do what we what, what we wanted. So. Um, we grew the platform to about 15 women and it had some really cool women in from the construction interior sector. So it included design practices, Mashrat Bank, uh, Gensler, Ericsson, Microsoft, JLL. 
And we were doing super cool stuff. We were getting involved with the local universities. And really what we wanted to do was to inspire one another to act as role models for younger females, because actually one of the problems with gender balance and women not making it to the top, as we know, there's only 16% of women in leadership roles only a mere 3% in sea level. But really, um, one of the key issues is the lack of female role models. So we wanted to inspire younger women and show them really what could be possible. Unfortunately, um, things went a bit south with this job and I encountered significant workplace challenges as a result of this platform. And I then lost my job which led to um, mental health issues. It led to me actually having a breakdown. I had completely lost my confidence. Anyone that's been through similar situations, I'm sure can totally relate that if you go through anything in the workplace like this, it really takes you down. And I'm very honest and authentic about the journey because I really believe that it is the authenticity and the realness which inspires others. And my platform, Wild, is very much underpinned by authenticity, voice, expression, and creativity. Mm. So back to the story, I went to Thailand to sort myself out for my very own version of Eat, Pray, Love, which I'm sure a lot of women have seen the film or read the book, but there was lots of eating, lots of praying and not much loving. There was actually a lot of self-sabotage, a lot of meltdowns, and really I used this opportunity to rebuild me from the inside out. So I've been having some job interviews, uh, in Asia as well and I woke up one morning and I got my final no. I hadn't worked for six months living in Dubai, burning into money and so I completely had a breakdown and I remember feeling so scared, full of fear, vulnerability, just didn't know what I was going to do plus with dealing with the brokenness of what had happened to me. So I've been having some spiritual healing from the UK, whether you believe in this or whether you don't, this is the journey. And the lady said to me, look for the butterfly. It speaks of change and joy. So I thought, what a load of old rubbish. <laughs> and didn't think any more of it. And then that morning when I got the final note, had a meltdown, I hit my knees and I prayed for a miracle. And I really believe we need faith, whatever you want to call it, God, Allah, universe. We need to have faith in a higher power. So I prayed for a miracle and went outside <laughs> and there were tons of butterflies everywhere and they were all on my arms. <laughs> and I thought, oh, OMG, is this the change and the joy that I have been looking for. It was a sign. It was a sign. And you mentioned why it's part of WILD. Um, obviously, it's part of my own journey and transformation. But the butterfly represents femini femininity and strength. 
it also represents, I'm getting a tingle, transformation. Mm -hmm. So um, then I went to the breakfast hall. I felt so aligned, like literally plugged in. It was just the most amazing feeling. And I opened a random magazine. There was a big article about gender balance with a caption, if you have the platform to be able to make a difference, you should use it. So I was like, that's it. I'm going to go back to Dubai and build this women's platform. I wanted it to be non-corporate, about freedom and expression and about transformation and really inspiring other women to step out of fear and limitation into personal power. And that's how Wild was born, a project of your own, away from corporate constraints for women like you, from your professional network, but not only. How did you build your community? Yeah, so um, I, I felt compelled to write Wild from scratch. And anyone that's worked for corporates, um, you know, my personality doesn't suit them because I'm outspoken and I always find that they want to give you these stretch assignments, but they don't want you to really flourish in a way that is completely free. And I always felt quite restricted in a corporate environment. And so when I wrote Wild, it was for me, by me. So it meant that I could create something without limitation, without guidelines and restrictions. And the very first event had 150 women from design and construction. So my focus has always been around design and construction and interiors. That said, I am opening wild up to everybody because, you know, it doesn't have to be sector specific. We're all women. And the, the aim of WILD is for existing and future leaders to come together, network with purpose. So the community is um, a vibrant mix of women from Dubai. We've got exciting growth plans for the GCC locations. So we will be going to Saudi, Amman, Cairo, Jordan, places that really need a wild, particularly somewhere like Saudi, which has the 2030 vision, a key pillar of that is gender balance. So wild contributes to not only inspiring women, but also the, the bigger holistic picture of uh, gender equity. And how's been the response within the industry from both female and male possibly? Yeah, honestly, initially I had a bit of pushback from men. All this women's network and you know, what's all this women's getting together? And it's quite simple. Wild was originally formed to counteract the boys' clubs, right? So another issue with gender balance is that a lot of men in leadership roles have what they call informal networks where they do, you know, business on the golf club, golf course, or, or different, different um, entertainment routes. And so Wild was created as, as a, a place for women to, to grow into those leadership roles. So there was pushback from men. As I say, when I first launched Wild, which is three years now, Gender diversity and diversity was not as topical as now. It was a little bit under the radar. 
And now we've seen all of these movements, you know, Black Lives Matter and Me Too, and all of these movements geared towards diversity. So I believe that it is an educative process, both men and women, and men should be brought to the discussion. I've held events where my core focus is women, but I have held events where it's been men and women to bring the conversation to the table because if people don't know, then there was an ignorance towards it. But when they know, they're like, wow, yeah, this is, you know, amazing. Um, I did an event a couple of weeks ago, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, but it was all um, men and women. And a, a guy came up to me at the end. He'd always been a bit frosty with me in the industry. And he said, I think what you're doing is amazing because I always thought, what's this wild? What a load of rubbish. And he said, I've watched you and what you've done. And I've got three daughters. And if they can grow up to be like you, I would be so happy. And honestly, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes because I was so touched that actually he, he saw it differently and he saw that men should be brought to the conversation and that, you know, he wants his daughters to be empowered and to be leaders. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's really, I mean, the response from women is amazing, but it, I did have pushback from men, that is for sure. It's true that diversity and gender equality have become a more prominent topic over the past few years, at the risk to be treated just as a trend, unfortunately. But what draw you interested to this topic? I remember you mentioning me how in your early years in a software company, being pretty and young came actually to your disadvantage, that you felt like an easy target, accused of having no depth, as if you had to prove to be educated and to have her in that position. You know, I did an INSEAD course on gender balance and I thought I knew a lot about the topic, didn't Daniela? But um, it made me realise that I've actually been bullied and harassed all my career. And you start to realise that there's lots of intricacies that go behind unconscious bias and we can all play our part. But men actually have a bigger responsibility for gender balance because actually they're the ones that can be engineers and advocates for change. They're the ones that can really make a difference for, for women in the workplace. So, um, you know, getting men to be the sponsor or the mentor or the advocate for change is actually hugely important. Even more important in an industry like yours, uh, interiors and construction, that uh, I would say is still heavily male-dominated, right? It just made me realise that I've always worked in male-dominated environments and that I've been in many meetings where I've been the only female, um, I've been uh, talked over, I've been discredited, and that's actually demeaning. And you question yourself and your confidence. But when you're younger, I mean, I'm in my early 40s now, but when you're younger and you're carving your career, that's the norm. Another story as well in my 20s, um, working and living in London, is that I got thrown out of a client's office for being just a girl. Um, so, you know, I really then looked at my past and thought, yeah, I never realized, because you just accept, don't you, that this is the way it is, but it's it, it's not the way it should be. So, um, yeah, it, it, it 
highlighted to me that there is massive issues with gender balance. We're nowhere where we need to be with it, particularly when you look at construction, as an example, where women make up only 10%, 10% of the whole of the construction industry. So this, this course, um, you know, brought many things to the service. There are many solutions as well, which I've been able to advise on, so... So let's focus on the solutions, starting from the questions that you're most frequently asked during your events or in conversation with your community and the advice that you would, uh, would give them. I think um, I always get asked about gender diversity. What, what holds women back? You know, why does this happen? What holds women back? And my answer is always the same. We hold ourselves back. We are our own worst enemy. And I've been working for women for three years now, closely within the network. And the self-sabotage, the limiting beliefs, the negative self-talk, we hold ourselves back and we live in fear. And I hear a lot of this dialogue, oh, I'm scared to do that. I'm worried, what if this goes wrong? What if this, and and I said, but what if it goes right, you know? And changing that mindset is fundamental to success. I do a lot on my Instagram around fear. What, what, What holds you back? And it's fear of not enough, fear of um, putting yourself out there and being seen which is not easy. That is not easy. So, you know, really what I want to do is work with women on a group level or an individual level to move past fears. And if you want to do that, you have to get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You've got to get uncomfortable. You've got to stop playing small. If you want transformation, if you want breakthrough, you want that up level in your life, you've got to look at a way either work with a coach, a mentor, set yourself on a transformational journey and change the dialogue. So women hold themselves back. um, And it's all right as moaning about gender imbalance. But what are we doing? How are we showing up? Number one, number two, something that I always speak about. Women do not support other women in the way that they should. Now, Yes, of course. Look, you've all got your tribe and your homegirls. Of course, I've got friends I've had over 20 years who are my sisters. But unfortunately, I've met a lot of women which have been jealous, who compare and judge and want to stand on you to get to where they want to be. And simply, how are we ever going to tackle gender imbalance if we can't support each other first. I couldn't agree more. And it's in the true spirit of collaboration over competition that we wanted this podcast interview. But what do you believe is the reason behind this uh, rivalry? What are people afraid of? Um, And yet fear just, just holds women back in a multitude of ways. If you see someone doing well, they're not your competition. You know, use that as inspiration. You know, I look at other women online that are crushing it. And I'm like, wow, good for them, number one. Number two, what are they doing and how are they doing it? And number three, I'm so inspired that I now want to 
watch them and look at their blueprint of how they are crushing it. You turn the fear into fuel, basically. Turn that fear into a force for good. I love this new lineup of F words where fear fuels the force for good. And I know that around the theme, you developed a process from fear to fabulous. Tell us about it, please. Yeah, absolutely. So having worked with women for a while now, really understanding what holds them back. You know, I want women to really get to grips with the fact that anything is possible. I mean, look at my journey. I had nothing. I was broke and broken. And, you know, I've been able to rise up. And that's taken tenacity. It's taken resilience, hard work, determination and self-belief. And I've had so many transformations and breakthroughs myself. You know, last year I got pancreatitis and nearly died. I um, lost 8 kg in weight because I wanted to get physically fit and healthy. And really, I want to work with women to remove limitation and doubt. So I'm, um, I've set up uh, my one-to-one private coaching from the beginning of the year to really help women move from fear to fabulous. So I've got a free ebook, which is called From Fear to Fabulous, which talks about the wild journey. And also I share um, success tips on wildly successful women that are really kicking ass right now. So things that I've done and things that I am working with women to implement. So that's on my uh, Instagram profile in my bio. You can download that for free. I'm also doing a series of masterclasses, again, for free, which are about um, you know, moving past fear, number one, imposter syndrome, which is huge, which is where as women feel like a fraud, and I've done... A lot of research on it, Daniela, and funny enough, the more successful you are, the more imposter syndrome you feel. So if you feel that, know that you are not an imposter. Imposters don't feel like they are. And I speak to women at different levels. And I know a woman in Dubai in the design community who is an MD and founder of her own practice. And she has um, huge issues with imposter syndrome and is vocal about it. I had it when I was setting up wild. Who am I to do this? Who am I to deliver this message? So I'm working on that. Um, And also another thing, which is owning and using your voice. So uh, a lot of women don't speak up in meetings or would love to know how to pitch and present. Huge. It's a confidence thing that the fear of judgment leads us to procrastination. Tell me more about this self-doubt, which you encapsulated so effectively in the who am I? Did you, Emma, find an answer? Yeah, I think who am I in terms of to deliver this message. So going back to the imposter syndrome, who am I to set up wild and stand and present in front of people? Who am I to do this? And I was like, well, you're someone that's done women's networks, has a vibrant community, and you're fully justified to do this, fully qualified. And then when I started up the coaching, 
who am I to do this? Just little old me, you know, I wasn't given any silver spoon or any handouts, you know, I've built my career and successes myself. And I've been through lots of challenges, radical shifts and transformation, which I'm able to help other women with. So, you know, I have learned to um, combat the imposter syndrome. And I promise anyone out there that's listening, when you really own who you are, in an authentic and genuine way and you can show up and you know how you're showing up it's a game changer you stand in your power and when um you know I've been putting myself out there I was always oh my god you wouldn't know but you know I'm nervous and how do I look and what's my hair like and oh well should I be doing this who's going to listen to me and Once you let that ego go, because that is the ego talking, I realized, Daniela, the message is bigger than me. What I am trying to do and who I am trying to inspire, the message is bigger than Emma, sat there with her hair and feeling nervous. So when you get past that and you know there's more people in the world that are in need of platforms like yours, platforms like mine, coaches, mentors, There's more people in need of the work than doing the work, 100%. And when you realise that, you're like, okay, the message is bigger than me. (laughs) I've got work to do, you know, and you stop caring what people think. You're just on this mission of anything is possible and I want other women to feel inspired, know anything is possible, that we are unlimited and that you can have breakthroughs because I, I've done it and I work with other women that have done it and I know the world's having a hard time right now for lots of different reasons but you know with a bit of commitment and willingness you can transform your life as you know I did an event last week two weeks ago pushing boundaries and challenging limits inspired by you (laughs) thank you thank you so much that's what we're here for how did it go I asked the audience what would your life be like if you removed all limitation and doubt and everyone was just sat there like because no one ever sits and thinks you know you're always thinking about the past or you know the future and we only have five percent new thoughts a day 95% are stories on repeat. It's scary, right? And when I myself started to remove limitation and doubt, that's when things really opened up for me. You really do believe that we are limitless. We are limitless beings with infinite potential. So, you know, when you start to open your mind and be expansive, you can really tap into that greatness. And that's when I come to ask you, what we call our paramount question, what does unlimited mean to you? Anything is possible. When we remove limitation and doubt, we become limitless. We have infinite potential. The only boundaries and limitations that we put on ourselves are in our head. And when you learn to really master your thoughts, and vibration and energy, um, you really can conquer fears, challenges and fear and know that you are limitless. Limitless, therefore unlimited. 
It's beautiful to see how our mission resonates with your approach. So thank you, Emma, for joining us today. Congratulations for the incredible network that you created. And please keep us posted on any masterclass and event that you might be planning in future so we can share among our community as well. Thank you again so much. Thank you so much for having me, Daniela. It's an absolute pleasure as well to connect with you. And uh, yeah, well done for Unlimited. I absolutely love the work you're doing. Thank you for listening. We hope you found it inspiring and fulfilling. Please subscribe to Unlimited on your favorite podcast app so you won't miss out on our next stories. To learn more about our content, please log on to our website and follow us at unlimited.me on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter and help us building a truly unlimited community. Thank you. Thank you.